proud. Alec Anderson. Your technique is obvious. It looks like a photograph. Thanks. That wasn't a compliment. Tear it up. Excuse me? The drawing. Tear it up. I worked my ass off on this piece. No one will miss it. This is Flip Flops. Welcome back to Flick Flops, the podcast where we review movies that the critics hated and we tell you if they are underrated. Today we're discussing Insidious The Red Door 2023, apparently the fifth installment of the Insidious series, of which I have now watched two. In this movie, Dalton Lambert's memories of his ability to astral project resurface, and he tinkers with forces he shouldn't, but hey, without that, there would be no movie. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Find out on episode 25 of Flickety Flops. The Flickety Floppy. The flick- Insidious The Red Door. Gary, I, I think, and you said this was the fifth. I was shocked to find out that this was the fifth. Well, I'll almost say this, so I'll preface <laughs> all my one, notes. The first I'll one you saw. All my notes by saying, of all the five, this is the first one I've seen. <laughs> so some of my notes may be explained if I had seen the other movies. Um, let's, um, let's do this. Let's get this out of the way. Let's get moving. Oh, yeah. Yeah. According Sorry. to Rotten Tomatoes, this thing is sitting with the critics at 39%. I 69, 69 for the fans, the audience. Um, technically a flop, according to the Rotten Tomatoes aggregator. It's a flop. The budget for this bad boy was $16 million. Currently, the box office worldwide, $182 million. So that is not a flop. They have made their money back in spades, as some people would say. I'm not one of them, but I just did. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, how, how's that work? <laughs> I'm, I'm one of them, Gary. To quote uh, pe- a phrase that people use that I would never actually utter, and I just did. Wait a minute. <laughs> make this make sense in the bottom there, Gary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, written by a guy named Scott Teams. Uh, Scott Teams is what we would know him for uh, besides this film is uh, – he wrote the screenplay for uh, the, the, I think, 2022 version of Firestarter, uh, Stephen King. Uh, I have not seen that, but I, I, I will. Uh, I'm a King I've fan. Not seen that. I do think that was considered a flop, but I have not yeah, seen it. Yeah, it was. Uh, sorry, my, I was about to sneeze there. Uh, and he also uh, was the screenwriter uh, for Halloween Kills. Uh, I am a Halloween fan. Um, I can't say for sure that this was a great movie, but I, I enjoy the Halloween franchise. So, um, I'm not going to totally crap on the guy there. Directed by one of the stars, Gary, Patrick Wilson. Yes, Um, I have a note about that as well. All right, I will not step on that. I'll leave it at that, Uh, but directed by Patrick Wilson. That's what I got for the numbers. Uh, Unless you got to add anything you want to add, we'll jump into um, our ratings and get moving. Are you ready? Oh, wait, my mouth is open. (laughs) You caught me with my mouth open. Damn it, boy. You can walk up to your best friend while he's watching a football game and fighting his face. He won't even get mad. He just go, okay, you got me, all right. Okay, all right. That was a good one, too. My mouth was open. My mouth was open. This, I mean, look, I may have seen one of the Insidious films. I just 
can't say for sure. These films all kind of slip into a um, it's a new uh, subcategory of the horror genre. This crazy, uh, insidious, uh, the ring. Saul, which, by the way, James Wan from Saul fame was one of the producers of this film. So, uh, yeah, I kind of see where I kind of get that same feel from it. But anyway, um, I, I, uh, I I'm babbling there for a minute. Let me get to my rating, and we'll we'll carry on from there. Let me find it. Oops! Whoa! 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 Easy. Uh, this is me. Cloudy with a chance of three poops. Oh. I give it three. It's I. <laughs> As people would say, it's all right. It's, it's again, not, I'm not super familiar with what's going on in the storyline. Yeah. And, I, I'm, and I'm air quoting storyline. This, these films to me, uh, and I'm a horror fan, so I enjoy these films. These films to me seem like just a bunch of little uh, skits, whatever, strung together. Oh, I got this idea for a crazy horror uh, effect. Let's add it to the film. Yeah. It doesn't add or take away from the story. I don't know. I don't know that there's really a story, but that's where I'm at with it. Um, there are people in my life that I know would love this movie. My daughter uh, at 18 loves this kind of stuff. I actually texted her today. I'm, hey, I'm watching Insidious Red Door. She's like, oh, I'm so jealous. I was like, all right. <laughs> uh, Gary, where do you come down on this thing? Uh, pretty close. Uh, this is where I landed with two and a half yeah. TP. There you go. Pretty close. Pretty close. I think we probably feel about the same on this one. Um, I will tell you that I do remember seeing the first one. Um, unless I'm totally off base, I don't know that you needed to see any of the three in between <laughs> to get line. just with this. But I don't know what happened in the three in between. So I don't know if they went with different characters or some other thing. I don't know if this is a return to these characters. <laughs> well, let me. Uh, you know, let me I'm, read. I'm not sure. Let me read one of the reviews I found that might bring some light to this okay uh this is by a guy named tim brayton uh who uh is from something called the alternate ending i don't know if it's a website or if it's a uh, review site but whatever tim brayton uh alternate ending his uh review quote and i kind of agree with him although i haven't seen them all so this kind of makes me feel that i don't need to see them all his uh <laughs> his review is quote takes the laziest of all routes suggesting that what happened a decade ago shall happen again now in more or less exactly the same way. <laughs> so what I glean from that is I didn't miss anything apparently. Yeah. Cause there was a lot of, I read a review, another one that said that they basically spend most of the film just rehashing the previous five films or four films. So, well, yeah. And you could see that in it because I mean, clearly that was footage from the first movie because the age it's it's got to be the same kid i mean it looks just like him you know but 10 years different i guess but sure um, but um yeah they mixed it in in scenes from that and this is still going by my memory of it so i could be wrong but i think that's pretty much what it was um to give you a little bit of uh before we get into our notes i'll give you a review that i found i thought was funny from daniel rester these are the best from battle royale with cheese he's uh <laughs> The I'm going to visit that site. I'm swear to God. <laughs> Make a note. Uh, though Wilson is working with a bland script, he does show some promise as a director as he gets what juice he can out of the material. That's kind of where I landed with the whole thing. Sure. Um, I, I, have, I, I put my notes that, you know, that Patrick Wilson is the director of this. Um, 
And uh, for some reason, I'm, I can't really name all the stuff I've seen him in, but he's like one of those guys that you just like. Like he's a likable actor. You know, a uh, note that I didn't write down. Okay. I think once you see it, you you will not be able to unsee it. Uh-oh. But if they ever remake Coach, <laughs> he could be Coach. He could be. Yeah. He's the, uh, he's the new... Uh, Oh man, what's his name? That's, uh, that's what I was, uh, I was reaching. Craig, Craig T. Nelson. Wait, yes, is that right? He looks like a younger Craig T. Nelson. Okay. Yeah, uh, I and like that, that. That hit me in the it, early on. I was like, well, now I can't unsee Coach. Yeah, that's funny. Let um, me do this for a nightmare. So Poltergeist. Um, yeah, yeah, I like him, and I thought I thought the directing in this movie was actually good. I was like knowing that it was him doing it. Cause I did know that. Um, I was like, I, I mean, he's, he's doing a fine job with what he's got. I just think that it's pretty bland overall. Um, yeah. There's not a whole lot of, uh, meat on the bone, I guess <laughs> to say about it. Um, it's just, it's okay. I didn't hate it. Yeah, um, yeah. that's where I'm at. I, I can't I say I like the first one better. I think there were a couple decent moments in it. And yeah. um, there was one part that I turned to Carmen and said, I think that was supposed to be a jump scare because neither of us jumped. Because it, like, it didn't work. Yeah. I think that was supposed to be a jump scare there. It didn't do anything. But um, there's a couple scratch your head moments. Like, why is the guy doing a memory um, puzzle on his wall? Like, or on the windows? Why is he? I, I why know. Does he just have a memory game or like, it's clearly just because. Yeah, because you background. can't have that. That yeah, it's clearly that character suddenly do 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 pop up. Yeah, I thought. For um, sure, I put a note in here. I thought for sure Andy's going to say ding ding ding, ring the angsty teen alert bell. Oh oh, I have a note. <laughs> I have a note. We'll get there in just okay. a second. Go for it. Uh, let yeah. me give you my highlight of the movie. Okay. Gary comes in the very beginning, um, when he's driving his son, this guy, to school, and on the radio is playing Audio Speedwagon. Roll with the changes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, hell yeah, now we're going somewhere. <laughs> uh, and then it turns into the my next note is first thoughts, tired of the angsty teenager. Because <laughs> this guy, oh, don't talk yeah. to his dad, texting his mom. How's things going? Horrible. I mean, yeah. okay. And like, oh, God, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Again, another one of these movies rolling out the tired, angsty teen cliche. Well, it's like. It's like it's a drag and drop cliches. Like, let's make sure we have this. Let's, we need a three point hero drop. Uh, that's not a hero movie. Shit, take that out quick. Um, now the other note I have here, this one. Um, so he goes to college for art. Here we go. Let's see if you got my note. <laughs> Is it the the art teacher that's so aggressive? Yes. Like this kid's yeah. drawing is fantastic. He's like, tear it up. Yeah, I'm like, what? Like, and I at first I thought I was like, I, I need to call Gary because Gary is uh, as someone who, who who does arty things for a living. Arty things. If a teacher told you to throw away and give up on your amazing drawing, yeah, would you be like, what was that last part? Oh, you go to hell. Yeah, that's what I thought I heard too. You can go straight to hell. Carmen, like that... Carmen's about ready to start art college. Nice art program. Did you turn to start ripping up everything? Start over. Well, she turned to me and she goes, "Is that what it's going to be like?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, that's a horrible teacher right there." <laughs> like, who would, I 
I mean, it, yeah, it doesn't matter how much time you spend on. So I don't know. Her point was dumb, in my opinion. It, it was stupid. Yeah. And to me, it was like, we're going to steal from um, what was the drum movie that had uh, what's his nose in it? Word. Whiplash. Whiplash. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, my. Oh, that made my head hurt. But similarly, as, as you know, some people may know, I, I'm a drummer and I took drum lessons. And I mean, everybody after seeing that movie called me. Dude, was that what it was like? I was like, not even close. No, no teacher A ever yelled like I got yelled at by by my drum instructor, but not. He never smacked me in tempo and said, was I too fast or was I too late? I'm like, yeah. well, first of all, don't smack me ever again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought that was just a ridiculously dumb scene and it was pointless. It made no sense to the story. And again, yeah. not, not that this is this is no goodwill hunting by any stretch of the imagination, but it just I'm like. This was just dumb. Just yeah. dumb. I wrote my um, notes as art teacher was a BI bad word. Yeah, Shout exactly. For the uh, BI bad word reference. But um, I mean, my, my overall, let's see here. Uh, I'll get to the my next. I got three more notes, four more notes. Um, so get to the end of the film. And uh, if you want to throw spoilers up here in case no one can see any of this coming. Um. I, I wrote, I like the touching family moment at the end, the father and son sharing moment after being haunted for his whole life by his dead father. <laughs> they look back and he's kind of like, yeah, son. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the hell? Did, why? This guy's like, a, uh, he's a torture device. He's spent his whole uh, astro projecting and coming at you. And I'm like, that's dumb, and then it then it blends into the him and his stead, and I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah, and this is what I want. I don't want touching moments out of a horror film. Yeah, or a scare film, whatever these are called nowadays. Maybe um, they're maybe that was the close out of this whole series. I, gonna, I, I guess again, we don't know what happened in between. Well, because he, you know, spoiler, he 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 solves the problem by getting rid of the red door. I'm like, oh right. geez, that, that's all it took. Shit. <laughs> Where was the red door in the beginning? Maybe there was one. I don't remember. <laughs> you don't know. Um, after that, he's outside the house and the, the weird old lady standing in the street. Oh, yeah. That was my jump scare. I'm like, where the hell did she come from? <laughs> yeah, she was she was keyed in the first movie from what I remember. Okay. Again, yeah. uh, this would make sense. Um, <laughs> the the last, well, not the, the second to last note I have on the actual film itself was, um, did you catch the... Uh, so this guy here, right, dressed in dark, all of his, the whole film, he's dark and moody. The yeah. wardrobe changed to reflect the new outlook on life. I did not. Film. Oh, I he's did. in a nice white uh, button-down, like, uh, T-shirt, golf shirt, you know. Oh. And he's, got, he's putting the picture of his dad up on the wall, and he's like, I'm like, ah, so now he's the, now he's the, he's cheery. No more angsty. No more Nirvana in my life. No more Kurt Cobain. <laughs> I'm going with, um, the Osmonds at this point, because that's how much better I feel. <laughs> I was like, okay, nice symbolism. And finally, uh, the last note I have is uh, it's just, I, I think sadly these films are more shock than they are story. And and maybe that's what they're supposed to be. It yeah. just seemed like this was just a series of collection of scenes, vignettes of scenes yeah. like, Oh, this scene would look good. This scene would look good. And how do we tie all these scenes together? And yeah. that's, I think what these films are, um, you know, like I've, we've said before, we're both fans of the Saul uh, series. And that's basically all that is. Hostels the same way. It's just a bunch of how can we scare the crap out of people, make people kind of in a film and then move on. 
So there is a little bit of uh, in this movie. Oh god, <laughs> I could have done without that. Ain't gonna lie. Um, oh, and one other thing that just came to mind is the whole roommate situation in college. Okay, yeah, I've got a note on that. Okay, yeah. I'll let you go. I won't. Well, I mean, I, I mean, not not specific to the college part. Um, the fact that she just met the guy and she gets totally entranced in his his horror nightmares. Yeah, my note is. I'd be like, uh, "See you, dude." <laughs> here's my note. So I got the angsty teen thing, like we talked about. And I talked about Patrick Wilson and I talked about the art teacher. My other two notes, other two notes are, I thought the lead actors, his performance was okay. I didn't think yeah. there's anything particularly interesting, like not great. I mean, nothing I, about it. I, yeah, but I did think that I put goofy sidekick because <laughs> really that's what she was. She becomes the goofy sidekick to this whole thing. No, yeah. aside from the premise, and aside from the slight cliche aspect, I thought the actress did a really good job, though. I actually thought her performance was really good. Yeah, sure. I found, I, I found her um, like the bright spot sort of in the whole movie because I was like, who is this girl? I've never even seen her. And she, she's got a pretty good confidence in this role. <laughs> yeah, know? I mean, like I said, it just it's just I don't. It sounds dumb when I say it out loud, but in a real world she would not get involved in this guy's life. Oh, Having right. said that, in a real world, this wouldn't be happening. So right. Right. it doesn't make it's like it's like complaining about the the schematics of the Death Star. Oh, that wouldn't really happen that way. It's like but it wouldn't happen at all. There's no such thing as a Death Star. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Anyway. Dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> that's it, man. That's all I got for notes. Yeah, I mean that's it. I, again, there's people I would recommend this too, and if you're if you're a fan of the series, I think you'll like this film. I don't think it's bad. It's just, uh, like I said, it's uh, it just seems like there's a bunch of ideas they wanted to throw together in a film, and this was it. And they kind of crafted a story around it. Um, so again, if I maybe if I'd seen all of them, this would make a little more sense to me. But again, I don't watch the Saul films for the hot storyline. I'm just like. <laughs> How I'm can they the dis- torture? <laughs> yeah, I'm there. Like, how can they dismember a body? Oh, wow, that's interesting. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm glad I was eating. Let me put that down because now I'm going to go vomit. Um, but yeah, that's it. It's 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 people. What uh, Teresa? No, I would not recommend. She wouldn't even watch it based on the title. When yeah. I told her I had to watch Insidious, she's like, "Good luck with that." <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. She's like, "I want to watch." Um, she's watching Election upstairs right now. <laughs> that's where she's at. That old movie with um. Matthew Broderick. I think we should delve into some older flicks down the road too, Gary. Let's uh, let's get yeah. You know, maybe this is a good point to ask some people for some older movies um, that we can kind of throw in there. Maybe we'll yeah. mix it up and and put um, alongside a new movie. We'll we'll do a old movie as yeah, well. Do a little throw that in uh, there. A little retro uh, review or uh... I know we talked about going back and what and doing the tape heads episode and oh we yeah. can break out some cage movies. Oh uh, yeah. I wouldn't mind putting together like a Halloween um, series, not the Halloween yeah. series itself, but a, a Halloween, you know, time of you year. Know, speaking of films, I'm all for that. I mean, I love that. But uh, you're speaking of yeah. cage. I was just, when you said that, I realized there's a classic movie of his that I think everybody has seen and I have not seen. And I feel really dumb for not seeing it. Are you going to say raising Arizona, raising Arizona? Yeah. I've never seen raising Arizona. Let's do it. So, um, yeah, 
Let's do it. It's been forever since I saw that movie. Yeah, put that on the list. <clears throat> let's, we got to do uh, that, and we'll get some. Uh, let's get some input. You guys jump on the uh, Facebook group and let us know some some movies we should watch, and let's try to yeah. we'll try to work some of those in and give you some credit for it. You can text Gary directly at area code. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't do that. All right, let's get out of here, Gary. Yep. Thanks once again, everybody, for watching. We appreciate it. And um, take that guy's nose. We're out of here. This has been a Touch of Madness production brought to you by the Creative Minds at Tommy Twins Media.